What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We are in the double digits now for the WrestleCast. Welcome to episode number 10, and I am a refreshed, batteries recharged, Mr. Uh, host, uh, Gamer GX, Brando, whatever you want to call me, I don't care. Uh, back from holidays with my wife, we went camping and had a little pit stop in at the cottage. Not our cottage, just the family's. Uh, my wife's family's cottage that they, uh, well, it's their Airbnb that they use as an Airbnb, but once in a while they, they let us come down and, and use it, which is great. Um, yeah, dude, it was a great vacation. I know not, that's not what you guys are here for, so I'm just going to breeze through that. Uh, it was a great vacation, had fucking a blast camping. We both love camping, so uh, did some camping up uh, near Ottawa area. It was beautiful. It was great. The weather was really good for us in um, for that. We had no rain um, when, during the camping, at least. Um, the drive up was very rainy, but uh, not too bad. Um, and uh, then when we got to the cottage, sadly, it rained. It rained the, the two days we were going to be there. So uh, we decided to just call it one day early. We're like, all right, well, if it's just going to rain, we can't do any of the stuff we wanted to do because of the rain. So we just went home early, and, uh, yeah, we just fucking got to do uh, an extra cool day or a cool down day. So that's always good. Uh, nothing wrong with that. You know, it was a little disappointing that we didn't get to do some of the cooler, like we wanted to do some canoeing and biking and stuff like that, but sadly the rain. But, you know, it was only out of the... I don't know, of our seven or eight day trip or a vacation, we only got rained out on two of them, so that was pretty good. So you can't really complain about that, otherwise it was a very gorgeous, fun vacation, and it was a great, great time. And I also got high as fuck on mushrooms, of course, because you know that's what I do, baby. Got high as fuck on mushrooms. It was one of my number one pretty much my number one thing that I've always wanted to do. And I knew that my camping trip, we had it planned for so long, I knew we were going to have our camping trip in the summertime. And uh, that's when I wanted to do uh, shrooms for sure, because I was like, oh, camp, campfire, looking up at the stars, because we don't get a lot of stars here at our house. We get a little bit every now and again, but, you know, not that really awesome. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have the campfire, the stars, like some of the most high-tier must-do things when you're um, high on shrooms. It's like camping is one of the best things. So grabbed myself a whole bunch of golden teachers, took almost, a li almost I would say, just about a little too much, but I didn't have a bad time. I had an unbelievable time. One of the greatest trips I've ever had. Um, maybe I'll do a podcast. Uh, start thinking about doing more uh, another like side podcast once in a while. Still on this channel, but I'll do a shrooms podcast where I just tell you some of my favorite stories and experiences while doing shrooms because I have quite a few stories. So the camping one would definitely be. Uh, one I talk about because that was fucking awesome. Anyway, let's get to uh, the wrestling of this week. So last week, uh, I couldn't do um, all of uh, my normal reviews. I had to skip on SmackDown and Rampage because we had to go to a wedding. And yes, uh, sorry, I didn't mention that uh, the wedding we went to was a blast. It was a really good time. Uh, beautiful wedding. Fantastic. Uh, but sadly, I didn't get to uh, review on last week's podcast uh, Smackdown and Rampage. I did end up watching it, but, you know, we were on vacation, so we weren't really paying attention. We just kind of had it on the background while we are having a fire because, you know, 
you know, camping, you know, in modern day camping, we can bring our tablets, which have data and we can just watch wrestling on uh, while we're, you know, having a campfire, which is great. So, uh, yeah, we watched a little bit of it, but I wasn't going to sit there and do notes and all that crap because I'm on vacation. So that would defeat the purpose. But anyway, it, they were both fine shows. Uh, Rampage was really cool and SmackDown had some shit going down, you know, more build up to uh, Clash of the Castle. So I'm really digging that. Uh that's going to be it's going to be a big week for me and uh, the wrestling podcast next week because uh, there's going to be two WWE pay-per-views this coming weekend so Clash of the Castle and Worlds Collide I believe the NXT one on Sunday and um, Clash of the Castle on Saturday so I'm going to have to add those two probably do be doing a separate episode so you'll probably get two WrestleCast next week because it's going to be really full I don't want to have like a 3 hour podcast that's just too much so i'll probably do the the two wwe pay-per-views in their own episode and then do a regular wrestle cast to go along with it so yeah be looking forward to uh, next week it should be a it'll be a big one for the wrestle cast side so i'm looking forward to that because uh, i'm i'm looking forward to the to the Jeez, I'm, okay. Well, just well, I have to say this is my first time recording a podcast in weeks, so just give me a break. I'm fresh off of vacations. This is my first time back in the saddle, so just cut me some slake. But um, yeah, no, I'm actually really excited for more so the Clash of the Castle. More so excited for that one. It looks like a really stacked card. Uh, less so the World Clyde, but I still think it will be solid. Uh, really excited to see them going back to Europe. So they're always a bumping crowd, so it should be pretty uh, solid weekend. Also, notice that it's weird that NXT is going second usually in the lineup of the weekend. Usually, uh, it might be because they're in Europe. Maybe the you know in Europe they prefer to have uh, it on Saturday. Maybe I don't know, but um, yeah, uh, WWE's Clash of Clash of the Castle is going on Saturday and then NXT on Sunday. Usually it would be the other way around, but this time it's that way. I don't care. And it's also starting at like 1 p.m., so that's really cool. So, uh, yeah, and then the NXT one on Sunday starts at like 4 p.m. So well, earlier start times because they're in Europe, so I'm cool with that because I'm going to be off uh, with my wife. So we're going to be watching that. Can't wait to review that. Uh, should be able to throw in my predictions for that in this at the end uh, before or after the three stars. Uh, I'll, I'll sh should be able to throw in my uh, predictions. I'm just saying should right now because I haven't actually done those yet. So uh, should be in there. You know, if it's not, I'm sorry, but it should be in there. I don't know why I wouldn't do that, but should be. If I forget, I'll, there you go. A little slap in the face, a little double tap. There you go. Okay. Let's get into this week's review. So back to normal, everybody. We're back on track. Vacation's over. Fucking back to work. Back to regular. Uh, you know, regular uh, format, I guess. I don't know. We're still working on format for the show. I don't know why we say we. Uh, it's me and, the, I guess, the voice inside of my head that's, you know, criticizing me. Like, oh, you shouldn't be saying it this, this way and do this. And anyway, uh, let's get into Raw. Uh, they were in Pittsburgh this week. Pittsburgh's always a good crowd. And I uh, just wanted to say, you know, a little spoiler, but, you know, it's coming in this show. Kurt Angle's here tonight. Hometown boy Kurt Angle. And I love me some Kurt Angle, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So I was really excited to see that he is going to be here. Uh, the show kicks off with AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler versus Judgment Day, Finn Balor, and Damian Priest. They're also with Rhea Ripley, of course. Bit of shenanigans at the end of this match. Priest hits a nice-looking choke slam on Dolph Ziggler for the victory. It was a solid match for uh, these four competitors, as expected. You know, you got really good workers and all four of these men. Very good stuff. It was a solid match. Uh, nothing 
insane, nothing really bad. It was just, like I said, just solid. Priest did make a couple mistakes, but nothing too bad. You know, he tripped up a little bit, but, you know, he was the weakest of the four, but, you know, that's saying, you know, I, I guess not that much because the four people in there, you know, they're all such great workers. Damian Priest is a great worker himself, just, I guess, the weakest compared to Finn Balor, Ziggler, and AJ Styles, but that ain't much of a... That's not disrespect, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. Holy fuck. Edge is shown arriving to the building with that crazy look that he has in his eye. Uh, more so than usual. He usually looks crazy, but this, right now looking a little bit more crazy. You know what I'm saying? Crowd is absolutely banana for Edge as always. Uh, not as crazy as us last week in Toronto, but uh, good try. Good try, Pittsburgh, but uh, you're not going to beat us. Uh, Torontonians, Canadians, I'm not from Toronto, but I'm Canadian. and uh, When we're in Toronto and we're rooting for Edge, good luck uh, out cheering us. Judgment Day is flipping out in the ring, talking shit about Edge and the and the Mysterios. Just talking all the shit. Edge's music erupts. He runs out. He's got words for the Judgment Day. Edge rips into them, calls them emo, and they look like they they look sad that they didn't get tickets to the My Chemical Romance concert. That had me giggling. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, my buddy Billy, he he uh, got con uh, tickets to the concert. I'm pretty sure that's what he told me. So there you go. My buddy Billy is going to the concert. So there you go, Judgment. Day suck it. Mysterio's ju uh, jump Judgment Day with kendo sticks. Dom is conflicted about t attacking Rhea Ripley. I say just lay into her, but no, he he just won't do it. Judgment Day backs off. All right, uh, pretty good segment. Solid chirps from Edge, but he's kind of making fun of the thing he created. Like he's chirping Judgment Day for being emo and all that stuff, but he's the one that you know made it that way. So I don't know. I I just blurted that out and I thought that was funny. Judgment Day looks pretty silly, and Dom looks really dumb, but will, is he going to join the Judgment Day or what? Like, what are we doing here? I, I, it looks like that's what they're teasing it for the last few weeks here, so is Dominic finally going to turn? Like, I've just been waiting for him to turn on his dad for, I don't know, like a few months now. I thought it was going to happen for sure at SummerSlam, and no, I've just been waiting week after week, and just waiting, just waiting. It's got, it's got to happen. After that, we move into a six-women tag team match, Alexa Bliss. Asuka and Bianca Belair versus three young ladies that I've never seen before. I don't know if they've, you know, I've never seen them. Who knows? There's so many wrestling shows that WWE has. I don't get to watch them all, so they may have been on one of them. Who knows? Anyway, I don't know who the fuck they are, uh, but honestly, this match is just a showcase for three already established women, so don't really like this. Uh, they just want to show how they work as a trio, but could have had some higher quality competition here. You know, you have your three three very established high quality women's wrestlers and then you have like just three no names like just didn't like that crowds crowd seem confused why we are seeing these three in a squash match and honestly i am too thumbs down did not like this they grab mics after the match they talk about their match at class clash at the castle i don't know man this one seemed to fall pretty flat the whole match and promo overall crowd was pretty silent for this they seemed just baffled like they're happy to see these three women but they were expecting you know when you're gonna see these three high level talents you're expecting to see a bang or a match and not a squash match and that's what they got so i'm giving this a thumbs down did not like that next here it come here it comes <laughs> sorry again i have the candy in my mouth you know i just had a long weekend my throat's a little sore so i have my candy so i have to adjust it every now and again not professional podcasting i know my apologies anyway hometown crowd legend 
hometown, sorry, not the crowd, but the crowd, yeah. Hometown legend Kurt Angle is here. You suck. You suck. You suck. Oh, baby. I get Kurt Angle's fucking theme song stuck in my head on a regular basis. I'll just catch myself. All the time. At least, I would say at least once a week, I'll, I'll do that one. That one and The Price is Right. You know, um, I was, which, what's Price is Right one that I always get stuck in my head? Um, whatever. Um, Ah, no, I don't, I can't, I don't have it right now. I just, it's not in my inventory right at this moment. Anyway, Kurt Angle comes out. He gets interrupted by fucking sheesh. Oh my goodness. Yes. I've been waiting for Gable and Kurt to do something for so long. Like back when fucking Jason Jordan did the thing, I always thought it should have been Gable, but no fucking boo, Jason Jordan. Fuck that guy. But, uh, you know, anyway, he's long gone, forgotten about. Does anyone remember Jason Jordan? I sure as fuck do. Alpha Alpha Academy wants Kurt Angle to join up for one night only. Yas, please, let's do it. I don't even care if they're heels. I want it. But Kurt says he's going to pass. So, fuck. Not going to get what I want. Kurt and Gable getting into a shoosh off. It's uh, pretty funny, but a little too much on the shooshes. But uh, it's good. Profits come out to aid Kurt Angle here. Gable challenges Street Profits to a match. And the winner gets Kurt Angle or the future of Kurt Angle. I don't know. They... That's what they said. The future of Kurt Angle. Don't really know what that means here. Gable is hilarious, man. Like, honestly, every single week, week after week, since uh, he's been doing the shoosh thing or just turned heel, he makes me laugh every single time, man. So, thumbs up for Gable. Just love him. I do wish um, Otis would speak a little bit more, though, because he was super fucking hilarious in uh, Heavy Machinery. And uh, now he just doesn't really talk much or really do much of anything other than, like, be the meathead muscle, but uh, he's a really funny guy. I just wish he, we would see a little bit more of that side of him again. Alpha, now we move into the match. Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits. We get a beautiful front flip dive from Dawkins. That is a thumbs up. He's been doing that for a few weeks now, or if not months, but lately it's just really been nailing that thing. Gorgeous. Dawkins gets his leg twisted awkwardly by Gable. Just looked painful. They showed that in full slow-mo, so uh, I guess an ouch there. Ford locks in a classic ankle lock, and Angle is going fucking absolutely banana on the outside. Ford hits the big splash, and the Profits win. Dan, this was a very good match, man. I really enjoyed this. What a treat. Uh, you know, they knew <laughs> they, they had fucking legendary Kurt Angle watching the, the, the match, so uh, they knew they had to show off the thing, but this was a great match, man. Uh, thumbs up. Alpha Academy finally given a chance to shine, and man, I would love to see these two teams go at it again. Like, let's get these guys in a program. Really good match. I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Angle can't handle the drink of the profits, so he busts out the milk. They all chug the milk together. This is great. Had a little giggle, and this is a thumbs up. Good stuff. Crowd was loving it. Corey Graves interviews Seth and Matt Riddle. So this interview, uh, this rivalry's been really heating up over the last few weeks, and uh, these two uh, can barely uh, look at each other without fucking attacking each other, and yeah, the, the hatred between these two is really uh, hitting new peaks right now. 
Seth was uh, really good in this interview, and Riddle was all right. You know, lately he's been changing his character from really funny and stoner, and now he's really serious now that Randy Orton's gone and Seth Rollins has really gotten underneath his skin. So he's becoming more of a serious character, but um, he was all right. You know, I just, you know, compared to Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins has, you know, really gotten into his gimmick right now, and Riddle's in going into a new one, so he's still finding his way, but still not bad, just Seth was better. And um, uh, Riddle is in full serious mode now, and uh, Matt Riddle again. Sorry, I don't know what the hell that means. Uh, Riddle was alright, he's going full serious mode now. And, oh, sorry, yeah, he's Matt Riddle again. So before they were calling him Riddle uh, during the McMahon thing, and honestly I hated that they did it to Theory as well. They started just calling him Theory instead of Austin Theory. Apparently that's all gone now, so all those dudes that were one-name dudes... Uh, they're back to their two-name forms, so Matt Riddle is Matt Riddle again, so that is a thumbs up. Okay, now I understand what I was writing there. After the interview, the mics are still on, and Seth talks some real shit about Riddle's uh, past. He brings up his divorce, like, oh, fucking snap, and Riddle is legitimately pissed, and oh, buddy, this rivalry is getting even more heat added to it. Like, that was the best, without a doubt, like, after the mics were off and Seth Rollins was... You know, talking some some of that real shit. That was the best part, without a doubt. Thumbs up for that. Uh, Bobby Lashley uh, going up against The Miz. The Miz is with Champa, of course. Uh, this is for the United States Championship, so we're getting a lot of love for the United States Championship uh, in the Triple H era so far, and I am loving it. Miz is distracted about something and just can't pay attention to his match. Champa getting involved a lot throughout the fight, obviously, you know, that's classic Miz style. You know, always has someone getting involved. Miz spots Dexter Loomis in the crowd. He flips out, and Bobby takes advantage of the distracted Miz, locks in the hurt lock. You know what I'm saying? This match is over. Another W for the dominating Bobby Lashley. It was an okay match. You know, Miz was taking some stiff-looking shots shots at the beginning from Bobby Lashley. You know, didn't seem like he liked that very much, but uh, yeah, the match was solid. Next, we get Edge and Kurt Angle meeting ba- meeting up backstage, and Edge does the classic messages on the back of the picture spot. If you know, you know, you know, look it up on YouTube. Way back in the day, Edge did, uh, just look up funny Edge, Kurt Angle spot, you know, uh, ruthless aggression era, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But he does it again here, and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, very good stuff. Uh, made me giggle pretty good, and it's giving, I'm giving that a thumbs up as well. And after that, Rey Mysterio has to give Kurt Angle the bad news that he fell for it yet again. Again, good laugh here from <laughs> for that. Kurt Angle still has that comedic timing. You know, all three of these guys, I love that chemistry that they had back then. They still got it now. Thumbs up. Next, we get Usos with the honorary member, Sami Zayn, fucking about time. They are hyping up Roman's two-year anniversary celebration for being the Universal Champion. My word. Two full fucking years as of this Friday, Roman Reigns will uh, be the Universal Champion. Uh, one hell of a reign, you know, it's not going to go down as the best one of all time, you know, and not in my books, I don't think, in, I don't know, you know, you tell me what you guys thought of it. Not not the best one of all time, but definitely not as bad, I think, as some people might have, you know, my wife is pretty down on it. She's not, she doesn't like Roman Reigns whatsoever, but considering, you know, I've known Roman, I've been watching, <clears throat> sorry, 
I've known a lot of Roman Reigns, though. I missed a lot of the early stuff with him in the Shield, but I've watched so many YouTube videos. I know what was going on and how bad Roman was as, you know, character development for him. And some of his early promos were really, really fucking cringy. You know, Thuffer and Thuckatash, if you know, you know. But, um, yeah, dude, no, this was, I really enjoyed this character for Roman Reigns, but I am ready for it to move on. I think capping it out at the two-year mark, that's perfect. There's no reason for it to go much longer than two years. You know, that's one of the, if not the longest reign in, since Hulk Hogan in the 80s. So fucking, okay, we're good now. I think it's time to give the Reigns, the Reigns over to fucking goddamn Drew McIntyre. I am ready. Anyway, KO interrupts the hype train. Fuck yeah, here comes Kevin Owens. I love that he's getting a lot more attention than the main event scene. That's where he fucking belongs. Sammy trying to keep the peace between KO and the Usos. Just fucking hilarious. Thumbs up. But the peace cannot be kept, so we're going to have ourselves a match. Jay Uso, main event Jay Uso. If you don't remember, uh, Jay Uso actually went on a pretty good um, single run where... Um, Jimmy was hurt, and it was just Jay and Roman, and uh, Jay actually had a title match against his cousin Roman and lost, but during that time, they established that Jay Uso is like a main event player, he's a very good wrestler, and uh, he's going up against Kevin Owens here, so let's get into it. KO with a sick driver off the top rope, that was fucking awesome, giving that one a thumbs up. Sammy couldn't get himself to hit KO with a chair, so uh, KO hits the stunner for the victory. F solid match. I'm liking the drama between KO and the bloodline, uh, giving that a thumbs up. I wonder if we uh, will get another reunion of Sammy and KO. Like, they seem to be teasing it. They said that, um, you know, Uso's really, get your boy, and then KO's like, am I your boy, Sammy? And Sammy's like, yeah, yeah, you're my boy. So, apparently they're cool. So they're teasing that, you know, it's a possibility that these two could reunite. Are we going to get Sammy and KO reuniting and going up against the bloodline? That would be really cool. And I want KO to come out on top of that without doubt. And Sammy, because I want those two to get back into, because these guys are main event players, dude. I don't care what y'all think. Uh, Sammy Zayn is one of the best on the roster, most underutilized guy, and, and Kevin Owens for that matter. Both some of the most underutilized guys on the main roster during the... McMahon era and their time on the main roster like um, I hope these guys are going to get a really good look and uh, so far so good anyway Miz shown leaving the arena in his car but Loomis is seen in the back of the fucking car oh my goodness what is going to happen poor freaking Miz he is terrified and um, yeah Loomis is just creeping all over his ass good stuff here Next up, we get Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano. Oh, man. Uh, they are shown talking some shit before the show. I can't wait to see Johnny Gargano back in the ring, man. And Theory should be a really good opponent for him. They're really familiar with each other, so no better opponent other than Champa for him to get into the ring with first. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, these two inevitably fighting. Now it is main event time. We have um, the Women's Tag Tournament Finals. Dakota Kai and EO Sky with Bailey, of course. They're going up against Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah for in the finals. This is for the gold, baby, so let's get into this. Raquel catches and throws EO into Dakota. That was really cool. Just fucking hums her into her own. And <laughs> both of them just knocks him down like freaking bowling pins, giving that a thumbs up. EO eats a big clothesline. Great sell on that. You know, EO is very, very talented and she can sell fantastically as well, giving that a clap and a thumbs up. 
Raquel kicks out of the moonsault from EO. My, my. Bliss and Asuka chase Bailey away from the match. So uh, things are even here. No more Bailey on the outside. She was getting, you know, her a little bit involved, but not too much. Dakota and EO don't notice Aaliyah is the legal woman, and she rolls up Dakota for the victory. And new NXT Women's Tag Team Champs, Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez. This was a pretty solid match. Raquel and EO especially were real standouts in this one, giving those two especially a thumbs up. Sadly, you know, I didn't notice Dakota or Aaliyah all that much throughout the match, but yeah, Raquel and EO were standouts. Uh, honestly, a little sad that Eon Dakota didn't get the win. I was uh, expecting these two to win the whole tournament, but Raquel and, or sorry, Raquel is an absolute stud, so I'm cool with her winning uh, title finally on the main roster. So uh, I'm giving this a thumbs up. Overall, the show is solid. Um, it is a go-home Raw, so you know you can't expect it to be too loaded up because they're gearing up for a big weekend and they don't want anybody to get hurt. Uh, so yeah, leading up to Clash of the Castle, you can't expect too much out of a go-home show, but overall it wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad, you know, I'm not going to say it was bad, it was okay. Didn't like the six women tag match, man, that was such a disappointment, even the crowd was like, oh man, what the fuck is that? Like, kind of, I could feel their disappointment. Wish we got some established names in that match, but um, again, it was a go-home Raw, so there must have been some local talent, but no one really gave shit about that. Uh, Alpha Academy versus Street Profits was the best match on the show, no doubt. Really, really would like to see uh, those two go at it some more. Uh, overall, I'm going to give the show a 6 out of 10. It was solid, but uh, go-home shows tend to not be very, very good. But uh, yeah, not bad at all. All right, let's move into the next show. We got NXT. Uh, they're also leading up to uh, their pay-per-view this coming weekend. Uh, Worlds Collide is what they're calling it. Uh, kicking off the show with Grayson Waller, he needs to speak about stuff, but before he can even get a word out, uh, Apollo Crews comes out. So we're going into a match right away, Waller versus Apollo Crews. <laughs> Apollo holds a suplex for a solid, like, it felt like 15, 20 seconds. That was just incredible strength by Apollo. Thumbs up for that. Apollo gets a, no a nasty poke in the eye. He needs to get checked out by the medical. Uh, looks like a work, but uh, he sold it well, looked good. Waller hits a roll into a jumping cutter for the W. That was a pretty cool finisher there. I really like that. Uh, thumbs up for that. Solid match. Apollo is always entertaining to watch, man. Cruz and Waller are starting to have a pretty good rivalry so far. I'm down for more of these two in the future. So, uh, so far, so good. Next up, we got Roddy and Diamond Mine. They're arguing backstage as always. They just, uh, you know, Diamond Mine just doesn't trust Roddy anymore. He keeps trying to mend the fences, but no way, Jose. That fence is absolutely torn up. That thing got hit by a fucking tornado, a hurricane, a thunderstorm, and a, and a little dog taking a piss on it all at the same time. That fence is destroyed. Next, we get Breaker is backstage, and fucking Finn Balor is here. The fuck do you want, Finn Balor? I, no one likes you right now. Well, apparently, he wants to tell Braun Breaker to not underestimate his opponent and all that stuff. You know, pride and championships. He claims he's one of the best uh, NXT champions of all time. I don't know about that phony baloney, but whatever then. Next up, we got the NXT Women's Tag Champs, Carter and Chance versus Ivy, Nile and Paxley. Uh, not... Paxley, not that Paxley, a different Paxley. Uh, Toxic Attraction are also watching the match. And they distract Nile and Paxley, allowing the champs to get the victory. Uh, okay. Uh, I wasn't expecting um, 
toxic attraction to uh, interfere with Ivy and Paxley. I thought it would be the other way around, but okay, uh, good. It would have been an uh, okay match overall. If given more time, they could have had a, a good match here, but it was cut short. The champs grab the mics. They want to have a party, but do drop and Nikki interrupt. Oh, fuck yeah. I absolutely love the fit for these two on NXT. Nikki had a long run down here in NXT. I can't remember if she ever did capture the women's title. I don't believe she ever did. Uh, she did capture it on the main roster. And it wasn't a very good run at all. For didn't make her look all that good at all. But uh, back down in NXT, uh, down here with Dewdrop, I think they could do some really good shit down here. They could use uh, an extra tag team or two down there in NXT. And these two, I think, are an excellent fit. Uh, they're one of my favorite uh, uh, trios. No, no, duos. There you go. Right now for a women's tag team because they're kind of desperate for it. And these two as a team make a lot of sense for me. I just I was a little surprised that they weren't able to drop the the superhero gimmick on Nikki there. This was the, a good opportunity to maybe drop that because she doesn't really do much with the superhero thing anymore. So I thought if they just had her come down without the fucking headband eye cover thing that she has on, uh, I think that would have been a great thing. But they, they kind of dropped the ball on that one. So we'll see where they go on this. Uh, but that is a thumbs up. They challenged the champs to a match at Worlds Collide, and they accept it. Sweet. I don't know if the Dewdrop and Nikki are going to win the NXT Tag uh, Championships. You never know, though. I would be super down with that happening, though. Kiana James segment up next. She's calling out Zoe Stocks. Um, kind of a meh on this one. Her character is okay. She kind of reminds me of like a bitchier Stephanie McMahon. Uh, obviously a better wrestler than Stephanie McMahon was, but that's what the vibe I'm getting out of her. Just like that earlier Stephanie McMahon when she was kind of like that bitchy girl. H I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Whatever. Next we get Schism. Uh, that's what they're calling themselves. That's Joe Gacy and the weird dyad guys. Gacy gives the dyads some fucking Walmart happy face buttons. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I'm just like, they they have lost me so much on this gimmick. I am so far gone. But uh, anyway, uh, wow, the dyads actually speak. I didn't expect them to have accents. They were like British. I was like, well, okay, that's not the voices I expected to come out of them. So I'm guessing they're from the UK. I have no idea. Like I said numerous times, I didn't. I just couldn't stand watching the UK, the production value on it. Or just the, the editing on it drove me fucking crazy. I couldn't watch it. Uh, even though there were wrestlers over there that I really did enjoy. But I just couldn't get over it. It drove me fucking crazy, dude. Uh, they want Grimes to join. Just please, for the love of God, stop this. Grimes comes out to deal with this crap. And oh no. He's dressed all cultist-like. I, I My heart dropped for just a second. I thought he was going to join. Please don't, jo don't join them, Cameron, for the love of God. And he says... He don't need him. He going to the moon without him. So hooray for that. Thank God he's not joining them for now. I still think there's a possibility he may join up with them. Uh, just don't. Don't. Please don't. Grimes goes goes to leave. And then Gacy mentions Cameron's daddy. And he absolutely snaps the, the wires cross. And he goes banana. Hopefully Grimes does not join these goofs, man. Just whoop him and, and forget him. Move on. Don't want it. Don't like it. Next, we're moving into a tag, a mixed tag team match. We got Briggs and Jensen, plus Henley, the the UK tag team champions, Briggs and Jensen, going up against Pretty Deadly and Lash Legend. So these two have been uh, Pretty Deadly and Lash Legend have uh, apparently joined forces last week or the week prior. So okay, they're they're mixing it up here this week. Uh, 
Briggs throws Henley over the ropes onto Deadly and Legend. That was really fucking cool. Thumbs up for that. Gallus comes out to cause a disaster. All hell breaks loose. Everyone's fucking kicking the shit out of each other. And Pretty Deadly steals a victory over the champions. So, ooh, big win there for Pretty Deadly and Lash Legend. Henley was fucking fired up tonight. I really enjoyed her performance in this match. She really stuck out. Thumbs up for that. Match was okay. Pretty Deadly kept control for a lot of the match. And, uh, yeah, not, mu not much going on with that match. It was, it was solid, though. Not bad. Next, we got Shayna Baszler is here. Holy jumping. We're just getting a whole, just a whole bunch of the old NXT Triple H legends coming out here tonight. Uh, she's given some words of advice to NXT Women's Champs, uh, Champ Mandy Rose. So, a cool spot right there. I'm giving that a thumbs up. Next, we get my man, J.D. McDonough. He is getting interviewed, and he gives another fantastic performance. Uh, a little creepy is kind of the theme of that interview. Uh, fantastic. Loved it. Uh, thumbs up. Andre Chase now in a match versus uh, Charlie Dempsey is what they're calling him. He was introduced, Charlie was introduced last week. Uh, apparently he was too rough for Chase U, so now they're having a match. Andre Chase versus Charlie Dempsey. So let's see what this Dempsey guy's got. Dempsey's outfit, I must say, is fucking whack, y'all. No knee pads, no elbow pads, just boots and some bright purple ass trunks. Looks weird to me, you know, he looks naked. But, uh, you know, made me laugh. Just an uh, eyesore, in my opinion. I, that usually doesn't, not something I noticed, but this one really stuck out. Uh, but honestly, he's impressive in the ring, man. Lots of submissions, chain wrestling, good good stuff. Uh, but Jace, Chase U is able to get the better of him and steals the victory. So, you know, I like Chase. Andre Chase, he's he's good, very entertaining, funny guy to watch. Uh, I kind of expected Charlie to get the win here. You know, he's kind of like a Pete Dunn-style guy, so I figured he would have gotten the win here. But anyway, the match was pretty solid. Andre is no slouch in the ring himself. So, uh, yeah, he looked good in the ring. Uh, more Like, a lot more impressive than usual. Uh, yeah, really, really stood out there. Both of these guys look pretty good, but, you know, not a very long match. I imagine these guys could put on a real banger, though, if they if they were given a little bit more time. Next up, we got Gunther. Who's he talking to? He's talking to Bates backstage. Holy fuck. Like, the legendary Gunther is here. Uh, he had an incredible run as the UK champion. So, uh, they have a long history also of great matches. But Gunther wants Bates to bring honor to the UK title. Oh, fuck yeah. It doesn't matter. Gunther is, you know, he's, he's a champion himself. He just wants uh, Bates to bring uh, respect and, and glory to the UK title. And Bates, if you know, there's no better guy other than Gunther to bring respect and honor to that title than Tyler Bates. Maybe Pete Dunne, but fuck yeah. Good shit. Thumbs up. Zoe Stark versus Kiana James. All right, let's see what this is. This was a quick match. Starks with the victory over James. Pretty solid. Uh, would have liked to see a longer match. Kiana actually looked pretty good, not going to lie. Starks has one of the best finishers in the business right now. That flipping knee into the face. Fucking love that shit. Thumbs up. Lions runs down after the match to save Starks from a beatdown. So these two uh, still having that friendship. Next, we get Davenport. She is interviewed backstage, gets a visit from Rhea Ripley. Holy jumping. They just all over, just, just 
you know, big little, you know, just a great little NXT legends. I'm going to call them NXT legends because they all had, all these people had uh, great runs in NXT. You know, I didn't see Finn Balor's first run in NXT. I saw his like second run, which I didn't like very much. I think they just tried to force it down their my, my throat too much that like, oh, this guy's a legend. I was like, fuck no. Like Finn Balor has sucked for like three years and like the most relevant he's been honestly is is doing this judgment day stuff and that's not that great but compared to what he's done over the last few years it's like i guess the best that he's done maybe the 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 nxt second run was okay i just didn't like it personally i just have i have a beef with with finn balor okay just fuck off <laughs> uh she tells davenport not to screw it up though so yeah, Davenport getting a really big opportunity here. She's getting thrown in uh, for a triple threat match against um, Mandy Rose and the UK Women's Champion. I for her name uh, uh, is gone. It's just fucking vanquished. Gone. It's just not in my brain right now. Uh, but a big, big opportunity for Davenport. She's brand new and she's getting a a chance to become an undisputed champion. So yeah, she's Rhea Ripley saying, "Don't screw this up because Rhea Ripley knows something about you know." getting a little cocky you know she had such an uh uh what's the word i want a successful run in nxc she was a crowd favorite people loved her she came up to the main roster things were going well and then she got lost in the shuffle so she knows not to get cocky keep your eye on the ball even for a second if you if you take your eye off it you can lose your spot in the roster so yeah good good, good little bit of a advice there from rhea ripley thumbs up again now we go into some wrestling. We get a six-man tag. Gallus, uh, the two coffee bros. Just, I don't know if they're bros, but I'm just going to say coffee bros. And Wolfgang versus the Creed bros and Kemp. Impressive front flip counter by Brutus. Then he get we get all three members doing some big Hulk smash punches. Really enjoyed that. So the crowd thumbs up right there. Roddy comes down and distracts Kemp, which gives Gallus the opportunity, and they steal the victory. Solid match if... Uh, if it had a good finish, you know, the finish was <clears throat> kind of lame. This would have been a really good-ass match. But Pretty Deadly comes out, and a bunch of others. It's pure fucking chaos again. Uh, everyone's beating the shit out of each other, so building up some more hype and craziness for uh, the cl- break... Cl- fuck, what the hell's it called? Uh, Worlds Collide. There's too many names, okay? They've fucking... They have so many names. Stop it. Tag division is seriously popping off right now in NXT. This is good stuff. Uh, the influx of the new talent from the UK uh, has really uh, done wonders. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely noticeable. It's uh, definitely fresh, fresh breath of air on, on top of the Triple H taking over. Uh, good stuff here. Thumbs up. Now we get Braun Breaker. Who's gonna be here to visit Braun Breaker? Uh, well, he's just sitting. He's sitting back there, just loving the chaos. He's vis- visited by. It's Champa, baby. He tells Braun to represent the gold brand and to win. Just win. Hell yeah, Champa. Good advice. Thumbs up again. The super diva, Quincy Elliott, is coming soon. I got an interesting gimmick here. Uh, I am interested to see this dude in action. I, 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 cool gimmick. Uh, interesting. Something different. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen there. Now we got uh, the main event, or I guess it's the, uh, no. Uh, no, that was okay. Not, I guess. Well, this is the last part of the show. Uh, Mellow Hayes comes out with Trick Williams. They want to address the issue. Mellow ain't on the card for Worlds Collide. Damn it. What's going on? We got a champion here, and this this guy ain't on the card. What's going on here? But now he don't want to be on it because he, he doesn't want to be on it because no one is on his level, he claims. No one except 
one and only let's go it's fucking ricochet oh fuck yeah dude this guy was so unreal in nxt he got called up lost you know just lost a lot of that that momentum that he built in nxt now i don't know if he's coming back for real but he is coming back for a match he comes down they talk some shit to each other absolutely love that thumbs up challenge has been set for the nxt north american championship should be one to remember man this should be one of the better matches if not the show stealer of it you know mellow Hayes can go i don't think i think he maybe he overrates i don't know just the way i don't know i think he's good but i think maybe he's possibly a little overrated uh you know i've seen a lot guys a lot of dudes that are, are faster and, and just more impressive in the ring than he is. He's good, though. Like, I'm not going to say that he's bad. He's There's just other guys that I'm way bigger fans of. and But I like his I like his shtick, man. He likes to talk it up. He's a confident dude. So I, I am a fan of Mellow Hayes. And, uh, yeah, good to see Rick Tockett. I, sorry, I like to call him Rick Tockett. I know it's Ricochet. I always call him Rick Tockett. It's an inside joke with my wife, so don't worry about it. Uh, no real high-quality matches this week, but the segments surrounding the show this week were excellent. You know, all the NXT legends coming down to talk to the champions. I really loved it. Uh, loved the champions coming down, so that's a thumbs up. Uh, some real cool returns as well, and uh, as po- and possible new additions like Nikki and Dewdrop, and uh, possibly Ricochet. Like, I don't know if these people are all back for sure, or if they're just coming in for one matches and they're out of here. But, you know, what if they win the, the gold? So then I guess they would be part of NXT. So I would say it's good to say that these people are going to be back on NXT full-time. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. I feel like all these people are great additions for NXT. Uh, Dewdrop, Nikki, Ricochet, great, all great. I would love that. Um, yeah, good show this week, uh, especially all the legends popping by. That was that was all great. Uh, I, you know, I was like, ooh, hey, look, this guy, except for Finn Balor. That was the only one I was like, meh. Uh, but I enjoyed the show. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10, so fuck yeah. Okay, so let's go to Dynamite, and they are in Chicago for the four millionth time. Man, they really like going to Chicago. I don't blame them because that crowd is always hot, especially when CM Punk is in town. Uh, But they're back here in Chicago yet again. And to kick off the show, we got John Maxley. Uh, crowd is really hot for him, but then they realize uh, how much they love CM Punk, so they start chanting for CM Punk instead. Moxley just absolutely tears into punk man uh love it thumbs up i'm laughing mox pulls out a signed contract for all out who's gonna sign it he's like i need an opponent i don't care who fucking signs it he throws down the contract and walks out another great promo for moxley man he is on fire every fucking promo that he does i absolutely adore it uh thumbs up without question some producer guy he comes out picks up the contract and just walks out uh, what the heck? I don't want to see this dude fucking fight Moxley. What's this, this guy? Who's who's this man? He's going to fight Moxley. He's going to get moited. That's going to be a terrible match. Anyway, next we get Jericho. He is interviewed by Tony. Garcia pops out and says he's pledging his allegiance to the Jericho Appreciation Society. God damn it. I wanted him to join the Blackpool. I still think he's going to end up with the Blackpool man. But, uh, you know, they're just adding a little bit more, you know, a bit more tension, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, um, what do you know, what, what's the word? I don't, uh, maybe tension was the word. Just add a little bit more, uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, it's coming, man. It's going to happen. Uh, they're teasing it. They're teasing us. 
Okay, now uh, Jericho and Regal join the commentary team. Uh, I like the the little dynamic between Jericho and Regal on commentary. They they hate each other on commentary because they're teams. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society in the Blackpool. They've been going at it for the last like month or two. I don't know. It's been a while now. Hate each other, and when they go at it on commentary, it's really fucking cute and adorable. We love it. Brian Danielson versus Jake. Jake. Jack? Jake. Jake Haggard. I'll get that right. Jake Haggard. He was Jack Swaggered. Now he's Jake Haggard. See how that can be a little bit confusing? There you go. Danielson dives to the outside, and Haggard bumps into this, like, little kid in the crowd. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Kid, kid didn't get hurt, but he just got a little bump, a little warning. Like, oh, crap, don't stand so fucking close. Thumbs up for that. <laughs> if he got fucking slammed, it would have been a double fam- thumbs up. Like, that kid got obliterated. Oh, my God. It would have made a highlight. Would have been my number one star for the week. I would probably still would have been laughing to this moment. Anyway, then Haggard slams Danielson through a table. That's all. That's a thumbs up, without doubt. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Cracking chop from Haggard. Just, oh, whack. Thumbs up. Getting the hearts. I love that shit, man. Like, a good loud chop just fucking churns my butter like no other. Brian Danielson uh, hits the flying knee for the victory. This was a really good match, man. Hard-hitting. Good back and forth fight, you know, just really good shit. Thumbs up. I'm giving this one a seven and a half out of ten. Really enjoyed that. Jericho Appreciation Society comes down to attack Brian, but Claudio and Yuda come down and all hell breaks loose yet again. But Blackpool <clears throat> Fight Club, excuse me, Blackpool Fight Club gets the last laugh. Still teasing Garcia, uh, joining with Blackpool Fight Club. I hope he does, man. You know, he's looking around. He looks all confused still. Please, dude. Garcia is a perfect fit for Blackpool. He does not fit the Jericho Appreciation Society mold whatsoever. I think that's kind of the idea of when he joined them, that maybe they were going to do something like this. Uh, This is great storyline, storytelling, all that good shit. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm just dying for Garcia to join up because he'll be a great fit. Next up, the wingmen are here uh, with the picket signs. They want some more airtime, bro. Uh, I, I'm not really familiar with these guys. They must be on dark and elevation stuff. I'm a little like I'm a little bit familiar. I've seen them before, but I don't really know what their shtick is uh, lately. I haven't been I haven't seen them in a while. Uh, out of nowhere, though, W. Morrissey is here. Uh, who the, the last time I saw this guy, he was on Impact, and uh, all of a sudden now he's here. Uh, you may remember this guy. He was the seven foot tall fucking guy that was with, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? That fucking douchebag. Um, uh, Enzo Amore, that tag team. Uh, he was the big seven foot tall guy. Uh, they got, bo- they both got let go from the WWE. Morrissey wasn't really very tone, but he packed on a lot of muscle in his time off from the WWE. Now he is an absolute mutant. Uh, he looked incredible in Impact, but he didn't have a long run there. He got in a bit of a feud with Moose or whatever. It was all right. He was pretty good. Anyway, uh, Morrissey lays out all four of the wingmen and plus a huge choke slam. I love me a good choke slam, and he can lay out a big one because he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. The leech, though, fucking, that's what I'm calling him. The leech, Stokely, is lurking around, being annoying as usual. Gives a stupid card to Morrissey. God damn it, can this guy stop leeching off of everybody? 
Tony wants to know, what's up with the fucking stupid-ass cards, Jabroni? What are you doing with this? But he will not give out the info. Some bitch. Don't really give a shit. I just wish he would stop handing out cards and appearing, like, every seven minutes. Like, you suck. I don't like you, Stokely. Now we move into a tag team match. DMD Britt Baker and Hater with Rebel versus Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. Hater bonks her head off of a Rana. I, I had a laugh at that. Everyone was like going, ooh, ooh, but I don't think it was that bad. But yeah, she bonked her head a little bit on the mat. Not a big deal. Britt punches Tony right in the fucking ear. Clean, clean punch right in the freaking side of the head. That's good shit. Thumbs up. And we get a double suplex from Hater. Just impressive strength. Damn, man. Like, Hater has become one of my favorite females, uh, female competitors on the roster. Uh, great strength there. Thumbs up. Get a cool-ass slam into a tornado DDT there. Uh, sorry, the cool-ass slam. You know, that big old-ass slam that she does uh, into the corner. Just, just just crunches in ahead. And then she spins out and does a tornado DDT. Really, really impressive combo move there. I really like that. Thumbs up. Sheeta kicks Britt's head off and pins the doctor. DMD clean in the ring. Wow, I got. I was like, damn, you know, you don't see Britt Baker lose a whole lot of matches. Uh, good match, man. Hater was, has, like I said, really grown on me in the last few months. Uh, she's become one of my favorites on the roster. Maybe one of my favorite females <clears throat> out there right now. I, I, I'd have to sit down and think about that if she would be in that top 10. But she's definitely in sniffing around there for sure. Got, it had uh, stiff shots, hard bumps, a uh, bit of shenanigans from Rebel, but uh, the baby faces prevail. I did not see that one coming. I thought for sure Britt Baker and they were going to get the win, but uh, no, I enjoyed this match though. 7 out of 10. After this, we get a little thing uh, segment in the back. We got uh, Miro apparently is joining forces with Sting and Darby Allen. They're gonna be, they're gonna take on the House of Black. So ooh, uh, Miro's been talking shit to the House of Black. Sting and Darby have uh, been having a lot of beef with the House of Black. So they're gonna join forces. I love Miro. I love Darby, and I love Sting. And yeah, this should be really good. And now here he comes. It's CM Punk time. He is here to address his home crowd about uh, the bullshit that happened last week. You know, he lost the AEW title in record time. It was like a three-minute match. Everyone is expecting this fucking 60-minute all-time classic. And nope, it was a fucking dud. It was a, it was a, it sucked. Everyone was a little pissed off. And uh, yeah, he needs to answer for this. So what's he got to say? Well, he did have foot surgery a couple months ago. Absolutely had a shattered foot and he needed surgery for that. Got that fixed up. The doctor said that he was good to go, but Punk believes and thinks that it may not be good enough. You know, the doctors say that he's 100%, but is his 100% good enough anymore? Like, he may be 100% for what he can become, but, you know, that 100% back in his prime, you know, maybe... That equivalates to maybe like 40% of what he used to be now. You know, he's still got the mouth, but, you know, I've said this before. You know, his in-ring, uh, you know, he was not in, not in the ring for a long time there. He took a long time off, and I thought I think it shows. Like, the rust is definitely there, and maybe he's a little bit self-conscious about that. But, um, yeah, dude, it's a little weird. I don't know why I just kind of sounded like Steve-O there for a second. But, yeah, he has the surgery. Uh, but that producer guy from earlier, he comes out, he's got the contract with him. Uh, apparently he's been coaches, 
he's been Punk's coach his whole career. So he like trained him, taught him everything he knows. So I was like, okay, so this makes more sense. Um, and he won't let Punk quit now. He's like, you're not fucking quitting. He gets all fired up, drops a legitimate F-bomb on TV, and then he slaps Punk in the face and screams at him to sign the contract. I loved that. That was a thumbs up. You know, you could definitely tell that this guy definitely taught uh, a couple things for Punk and how to drop a promo because this guy was dropping a hell of a beat. Fantastic on the mic. Punk pops the sweater off and runs into the crowd, cuts a sick promo of his own, and signs the contract. Let's go. Fucking Punk versus Mox for all out. Hopefully for real this time, dude. Like, let's get that fucking 40-minute classic that everyone's hoping that this is going to be. Like, an absolute fucking war. They better, they better deliver this time, Punk. Don't you let us down. After that, we get JR. He interviews... JB, oh, Jungle Boy and Christian. I had to think about that one for a second. Uh, this was a good, you know, solid, good back and forth shit talk. Uh, Jungle Boy says that Jack Perry will be at All Out. Not Jungle Boy. Oh my god, will he finally become Jungle Man? Is it gonna happen? Is he gonna beat Christian and become Jungle Man? That would be really cool. I don't know what the hell he's, I don't know, maybe he'll just become Jack Perry now, but, um,. You know, I, I think people are always just going to call him Jungle Boy. I think it's always going to be Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Maybe that's what he goes with instead of just Jungle Boy. I don't really care. But, uh, yeah, jo uh, Jack uh, Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, he's uh, becoming, you know, he's evolving. He's uh, maturing as a wrestler in the, in the AEW. So um, I'm, I'm excited for this match. Should be really entertaining for sure. FTR up next, they uh, with the TMT ch TNT champion Wardlow versus three dudes. I don't know who they are. They're going to be destroyed. Crowd is absolutely going insane for Wardlow. I'm giving that a thumbs up because they're just, I loved it. They were great. Wardlow absolutely destroys everybody. As always, we get a bunch of the power bombs. Uh, much better squash, squash match than the one on Raw earlier this week. Now, that's how you do a squash match. Like, you know, these are the kind of guys, like, you know, FTR, we all know how amazing they are, but it was done right. It was entertaining. You know, that's kind of Wardlow's gimmick. He comes out, squashes people with a bunch of power bombs. Crowd fucking loves that. That's what Wardlow's known for. Um, Asuka, Bliss, and um, Belair, uh, when the fuck is the last time they've been in a squash match? Like, it was just so random. It just didn't make any sense. Anyway. Uh, Moxley back in the ring now. He just flies down after seeing what Punk had to say. He fucking flies down with the mic. He's fired up. Uh, he's going to rip Punk apart, bro. Another great promo here from Moxley. Thumbs up again. Tony, Tony uh, Shivani is interviewing Dark Order. Uh, Ten is injured and won't be able to fight in the tournament this Friday. Oh, no. What's going to happen? Andrade comes around. He's flashing cash, bro. He's got the cash. You know, always always dressed to impress. Always dressed to impress. He's interested in the services of Ten. He's just like, yo, bro, you want to join up with us? And Uno fucking steps in. He's like, no, dude, back off. He's us. He's, he's with us. He's always been with us. And for saying that, he gets fucking tased. Jesus fucking Christ, my word. Uh, well, that would be interesting if Ten left the Dark Order. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs with the Dark Order. You know, obviously, with the death of uh, Brody Lee, that was terrible. Uh, but after that, there was a lot of, you know, infighting with uh, new leadership and all that stuff. So there's a lot of drama. Don't know if that's what they're going to be going for next. Possibly Ten leaving, or they're just going to be fighting with Andrade and his group. Uh, look forward to it, but uh, don't don't leave 10. You're, you're just fine where you are. I like where you are with the Dark Order. 
Now we get a fatal four-way match. This this is mm, buddy. I love me a, a fatal four-way match, especially AEW style. We got Roosh versus Dante Martin versus Ray Phoenix versus Wheeler Yuta. Oh baby, I am just salivating at the sound of that. That's gonna be fantastic. So let's get into this. Wild pace, of course, out of the gate. All dudes just flying all over the place. Thumbs up. Rush whips Phoenix with uh, some cables on the outside. Holy jumping. Crowd really into Roosh, man. Rightfully so. He is laying it in on Yuta. Real thick, baby. Real thick. Giving that a thumbs up. Yuta gets Dante in the seatbelt for the victory. It's like a really just... You know, he lock, it's a really effective, like, you ain't getting out of this pinning combination. Like, just locks him in there, calls it the seatbelt. Really enjoy it, man. Uh, mercy. Uh, this was nonstop fast-paced uh, for this match. Like, of course, like you, you, if you know these names, you know these four wrestlers, you knew that you were going to get yourself an insanely high-paced match, and they delivered on that. Tons of high spots, dude. Holy crap, just absolutely insane. If I, if I squeezed in all the high spots... Um, I, I would be talking about this match a lot longer. Even though the match was still pretty short, it was still really good. Giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Tony Shivani busy tonight with the interviews. He's interviewing Dark Order. And Hangman says he is going to be their third on Friday night. Oh, snap! Is Hangman finally going to be a full-on Dark Order member? He's going to like start fighting with them instead of just cheering from the sidelines? Is this happening? Are we finally going to... They've been teasing this for like a year. Like, what are we doing here? Next up, it's main event time, baby. Aussie Open and Will Ospreay versus the Young Bucks and Omega in the Trios Tournament. Uh, this is what the semi-finals, not the finals, but the one before it. I guess I don't know what the what they're calling it, but you know, yeah, that. Uh, right out of the gate, we get a beautiful corkscrew off the top to the outside by Osprey. Just a thing of beauty. Thumbs up for that. Big old front flip dive off the stage by Matt Jackson. That's a thumbs up. Battling Omega and Osprey chants from the crowd. You know, they're 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 both loud. They're just I think it's just mutual respect for both guys because they're both just incredible talents. Aussie open with some nice offense. Davis picked up both of the bucks for just a slam there. Just picked them very impressive. Thumbs up. Crowd loving the front flip counter by Osprey off of the Dragon's uh, suplex. That just fucking awesome. Thumbs up again. We're getting a lot of thumbs up, baby. Osprey rips off Omega's shirt, revealing how banged, like actually banged up Kenny still is. He's still all bandaged up. He's got the, the fucking medical tape and shit all over him. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look good. Fletcher eats V-Trigger and dual super kicks, but the pin is broken up, so a really close near fall. Matt, all, right after that, kicks out of a shooting star press pile driver. Mercy Lord, wild close calls. Thumbs up for that. Omega hits the V-Trigger and one-wing Angel for the victory. Holy shit, what a match. Way too many high spots to talk about them all, man. Like, I, I could, I'd be talking about it for another five minutes if I tried to get it all in there. Uh, some of the best in the business today, man. Putting on an absolute clinic. This is an 8.5 out of 10. Really, really great match. Really enjoyed this one. Uh, Kenny and the Bucks advance to the finals in the Trios Tournament this Friday. Oh my goodness, they're going up against the Dark Order with Hangman Page. So that should be fucking really good. Looking forward to that one. This was a great Dynamite this week, man. Lots of good matches throughout, uh, aside from the squash match. But uh, it was still fun to watch. It wasn't a dud like the Raw version. 
Moxley and Punk storyline getting more interesting uh, week after week. Just like, what the hell is going on? I just, I just want to see them put on a really good match. All Out is looking absolutely fucking stacked, dude. It's going to be probably one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time. Giving this Dynamite show a 8 out of 10. Great show. Go check that shit out. All right, let's do SmackDown. So the show starts out, and uh, they're showing off the ring. It's all decked out like a Viking ship and a ton of shields all around it because we are having ourselves a Viking rules match. What the fuck does that mean? Well, that means we're having uh, no rules. There's false count anywhere, which is great. And it's Viking-themed, so yeah, that's really key. Uh, so it's Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar versus the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. New Day get after the Shields pretty uh, early into the match and beat the Raiders down with them. Fight spills out into the ring and Xavier with a big dive off of the railing. That that was really cool. Thumbs up for that. Kofi pulls out a New Day themed fucking Thor's hammer thing, smashes Ivar over the head with it. It just explodes in the pieces. I don't know what the hell that thing was made out of, like fucking glass candy or some shit. But it looked awesome. Really cool looking spot. The camera just caught it perfectly. Thumbs up for that. New Day grabs the tables. Crowd's going banana, of course. Kofi eats a spinning kick to the neck from Eric. Oh, wow. Like, A... I think he caught him clean, like, right in the back of the neck there. That was brutal. And on top of that, Eric did a spinning back kick. And Eric is a big, big boy. So, uh, double, I'll, I'll give that a double thumbs up. We get a moonsault from the massive Eric. Like, he is on fire tonight. Uh, big moonsault from the big boy. Uh, but he does miss that. Stacked up tables are set up. And that's that's probably going to lead to nothing good. And Xavier is absolutely exodiated through the tables with a dual power bomb and the viking raiders get the w hot damn uh these two have had uh they've fought each other a lot in the past man like i can't tell you how many times i've seen these two teams go at it but i'd say at, at least 80 percent of the time they put on a really good match and they deliver here yet again this is another great match uh, i like the use of all the weapons you know they're using the the shields a bunch they were fucking at one point, uh, I think I think it was Kofi was flying through the air and he took a shield right in the face. Like they're throwing him around. Uh, they used the the boat platform thingy really well. I thought like they're up there throwing each other off of it, fighting up there. They smashed one of them uh, face first into the big fucking I don't know dragon thing at the front of the Viking boat. I don't know. They just utilized everything that was available to them. So I really really like that. And um, yeah, the Viking Raiders looked like beasts in this. Like. Uh, you know, it wasn't by any means a squash match, but, you know, they, they, they took a beating and they just absolutely kicked the shit out of the New Day. Just really showed that they're, like, in, in prior matches that they had, it was really competitive. This one was, too. But this one more so than the others. The Raiders looked more dominant than ever, and they really did uh, take it to the New Day. Uh, I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10. I really like this match. Usos and Sami Zayn backstage. My God, what this has just been such a delight. Like... Sami Zayn is always so funny, but now, like, the Usos have really, like, gone into it. I love the the one really mean Uso and the really nice Uso to Sami. It's just, I love that. Uh, my word, though, Sami has a greasy man bun going on. I mean, greasy. It is all pulled up, like, you know, man buns, I'm not a fan of a man bun, but, um... Yeah, Sami Zayn, I don't know, rocking the man bun. He does have a nice suit on to go with it, though, so he's all dressed up looking real nice. 
Um, yeah, like I said, I really do like the the mean and uh, nice Usos. That's really good stuff. I'm, I'm giving that a thumbs up. Just a great little segment here. Shayna Baszler is interviewed. She says that uh, she's going to be the new SmackDown Women's Champion at uh, Clash of the Castle. That's so hard to say, man. Every time that makes me stutter. Uh, but Liv comes out. She says some stuff. They get face-to-face, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm good with Shayna winning the title, man. I just don't give one living fuck about Liv Morgan right now. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's how much I just don't care about her. I can burp while talking about her stuff. Uh, she doesn't even look engaged that much anymore. Like, I think she knows that it ain't going well. And, yeah, I'm giving this a thumbs down. I'm I'm going to go for fucking Shayna Baszler. Like, let's just put this title reign behind us. And, uh, you know, we tried with Liv Morgan, but I'm I, from the beginning, I have just haven't been into it. So... If anyone out there is into it, let me know. Like, does anyone out there like what Liv Morgan's been doing as a SmackDown Women's Champion? Because, yeah, I don't know, man. It feels really forced. Like, they just want her to be awesome. But it just she just isn't awesome, man. I'm sorry. Uh, next, we get the in-ring debut, I guess, again, of Karrion Cross. He's going up against Drew Gulak. Holy crap. Uh, good to see Drew Gulak. Uh, my wife really likes him, and I like Drew Gulak, too. But, uh... Yeah, sadly, he's going to be putting uh, put into a squash situation here. But anyway, uh, Carrion's entrance is still pretty cool, I must say. Uh, that was kind of his thing that got him, I don't know, over, I guess, in NXT. He had a really cool entrance. And uh, he's still doing the entrance, you know, a little bit different, maybe a little bit uh, less uh, mouthing with the lady, I guess. Anyway, if you know, you know. Uh, Drew tries to hurt <clears throat> Carrion, but... Um, his offense is just not effective on him at all. He just stands there. And he's like, give me more, more, and stuff like that. Carrion chokes out Drew for the W. Uh, meh. It's basically a squash match. Uh, I've seen enough of these squash matches, uh, especially involving Carrion. Uh, it's not the first time I've seen him debut on the main roster. You know, he came up from NXT. He had a whole bunch of, well, I guess he got squash match, basically. Jeff Hardy took him out, and then he proceeded to kick the shit out of Jeff Hardy. But that initial loss to Jeff Hardy the first in his first match absolutely just tanked this dude. And, like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking on that one. But, yeah, uh, round two on Carrion, he wins his first match, so that's a plus. Next, we get Ronda Rousey. She is here. Uh, okay. She's calling out Adam Pierce, and uh, he comes out. Ew. I uh, do not like Adam Pierce. She makes Adam read a letter. It says she ain't suspended no more. So, okay, you can... It says she's not suspended. Okay, cool. Uh, then, wow, out of nowhere, freaking Adam Pierce just pops off, goes into full freaking venting mode, and it's actually entertaining. Holy shit, thumbs up. Uh, I never thought I'd say that. Adam, like that in one sentence. Adam Pierce, entertaining and thumbs up. Wow. Uh, he says Rhonda is the biggest bitch he ever met. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. Ronda gives him that look. He looks like he knows that he messed up because he did mess up. Fucking Ronda snaps and gives Adam the armbar. He screams like a little baby. Just screaming like a little girl. Uh, wow, dude. Um, this is the first good thing I, I think I have ever seen Adam Pierce do. Congrats, my dude. I'm giving that a thumbs up. You know, I'll give respect when it's due. Uh, that was, the, like, the most entertaining thing I've ever seen him do. I hate his... Uh, I don't know what, what brass, whatever, management role. I hate the way that his character is. But this is the first time his character's actually had a little bit of character and uh, something to go off of other than being a boring fucking uh, hand puppet fucking boring dude. But, uh, yeah, no, this was good. Uh, Give it a thumbs up. It was good. 
he actually outshone uh, Ronda Rousey, honestly. I think the crowd was even a little taken aback. They're like, holy crap, this is... Is he being cool right now? Like, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, Sami Zayn receives some stinky black flowers. Yeah, I, I, that's what I, that's what it says. Receives some stinky black flowers and a note that reads, TikTok. Uh-oh, Sammy is officially on Carrion's shit list. Oh boy, that well, that list just keeps growing. Hit row next. Uh, at, uh, man, Ashante with B-Fab. And uh, Top Dalla, okay, these, that's the name of the Hit Row people, okay? I didn't write it. I didn't come up with the names. That's what they call them. They're going up against uh, the Maximum Male Models, Marseille and Monsois. That's how they're uh, pronouncing it, and they're out there with the Dupree peoples. Uh, Los Lotharios comes down. They're talking shit to Hit Row. Hit Row hits their finisher. It's this, like, drop kick into a back suplex combo for the W. Not gonna lie, their their finisher sucks, man. The the match also wasn't anything impressive. It kind of sucked as well. Uh, I don't know why they brought back Hit Row, man. You know, I was cool with them leaving. I didn't like their. I I, I thought they were cool at first when they first showed up, and then like nah, it just they lost me. They just started rapping and stuff too much. I think there's potential with them, but they're kind of just falling back into the same thing that I didn't like the first time. That didn't work. I thought so. I don't know, man. Well, I'll have to see what's going on. The thing that did interest me, though, is Lotharios coming down. Like, I think them potentially joining up with the models, that would make some sense. Anyway, Lotharios and the models jump hit row after the match. Street Profits come down for the save. Oh, dear. But, um, Dawkins on the way down absolutely mows down one of the mo Oh, no. He mows down one of the fucking guys. Uh, I think that was freaking awesome. I'm giving that a thumbs up. He just, blah, just fucking mows the dude down. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh my God! Please, just let me breathe for a second. Uh, I don't know if I'd be down with the uh, Street Profits joining up with Hit Row right now. Uh, I think just let them be. Let them do their own thing. Like I know that uh, I don't know. They're kind of similar. That like they like. Ra I don't really get it. Like I think they they don't need to be put together. If you're gonna have a, a thing, like let them fight and just be like, like Street Profits. Be like, we're the dopest thing. Like we want the smoke and and then fucking. Uh, hit Rogue and be like, no, we want the smoke. And then, yeah, you can get into a program like that. I don't want them to buddy-buddy. That's bullshit. But uh, we'll see where that goes. Next up, we got Baron Corbin. He's uh, issuing out a open challenge. And who's going to answer the call? It's a Shinsuke. Uh, Cor Corbin just eats a King Shop Shasa pretty quickly. And uh, Shinsuke wins. Match was close to a squash match. You know, just maybe a, a, a couple moves from Baron, uh, you take a couple moves from him out, and it's basically a squash match. Not very good. Kind of a mad. Didn't like it. No, I don't like squash matches, man. I just don't think they should be a thing for other than, you know, a legitimate guy you're trying to build as a monster. Then you can have squash matches. Other than that, I don't really get them. But, yeah, they, it's, you know, I'm just not going to be into them for the most part. The only ones that I like are AEW ones because they're doing it right. They're trying to build a monster like Wardlow. He comes out, fucking demolishes some fucking dude, power bombs him 15 fucking times, and people go home happy. That's the right way to do it. But, uh, yeah, the squashing Corbin here. But this one actually does make sense. Uh, if you just follow along for just one more second, I'll get to that. Uh, Shin can be doing so much more, though, I must say. Like, uh, him just squashing Baron, I mean... You know, Baron, uh, I just want Shinsuke to be doing more. Now that Triple H is here, I want him to go back to the actual King of Strong style. Let's see that New Japan fucking Shinsuke that we've been fucking, you know, the NXT, bring that back, goddammit. 
Baron walking around in the back, and that classic white limousine rolls up with the big old bullhorns on the front. Do you know what fucking limousine that is? Well, it's motherfucking JBL. He says, get in, kid. Baron gets into the limo, and off they go. Well, now. That would be cool. That'd be a cool little gimmick change possibly coming here for Baron involving JBL. You know, JBL has uh, maybe kind of similar to Baron Corbin now that I'm thinking about it because JBL went through, you know, I know that Baron didn't have a tag team run, I don't think, but JBL was in a tag team for the longest time. And then when that came to an end, you know, he was trying to find his ground uh, as a singles guy. It really wasn't working. He went for a big old gimmick change. He became JBL, the freaking, and he was always known as like a, a bar brawling Texan. But then he all of a sudden he changed to this New York Wall Street guy and then all of a sudden became a WWE champion. So I don't know if Baron Corbin's ever going to become a WWE champion, but who knows, man. But I'm looking forward to uh, the gimmick change or something new here for Baron Corbin because, yeah. He needs a gimmick change. Something's got to change for the poor guy. <laughs> anyway, next up we got Butch. He's out there with Sheamus and Ridge Holland. He's got a, he's going up against Ludwig Kaiser. He's out there with Gunter, the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, oh my goodness, uh, we're getting we're gonna get a lot of hard shots in this match. There's a lot a lot of hard shots, hard hitting match. Uh, hard shot to the throat, pretty much right out of the gate to Butch. Woof, holy crap, like instantly you're just like, holy shit, okay, I can I see what kind of match we're getting into here. Butch kicks Kaiser right in the side of the fucking head, holy shit, uh, that, made me, that made me laugh, that's also a thumbs up. Uh, we get a bitter end from Butch and the victory. Woof, dude, uh, this was a physical match, if you saw it, wow, there was, uh, they were going at it. If they had a little bit more time, this would have been a real banger of a match, man. This could have potentially been the best match on the on the whole card if they just gave it a little bit more time. Maybe a le less commercial break, but uh, yeah. Still a solid match overall, though, I, I enjoyed it, I just wish it was a little bit longer. After the match, Sheamus and Gunter getting into each other's face, but Ludwig pulls Gunter away. I am very excited for Sheamus versus Gunter uh, this Saturday. Should be a really good one, man. I'm expecting some really red chests, a lot of loud chops, hard-hitting match. It should be really good. Possibly a show-stealer. I don't know. Usos and Sami Zayn are here to introduce the, the, the tribal chief for his two-year celebration. It is official. He has held the Universal Championship for two whole years. Holy fuck, dude. That is a long run. I think that, you know, with all this, the hype, all this buildup about the two-year celebration, I think it's coming to an end, man, and I really hope so. We'll get to the predictions here uh, at the end of the show. Uh, okay, where the fuck was I? Roman rolls into the building in his nice Cadillac. Very nice. I would like to own a Cadillac. Uh, he climbs out and, boom, instantly eats a Claymore to the face. Holy shit. Uh, party crasher Drew McIntyre comes down to fuck shit up. Goddamn. Drew does a huge dive to the outside. Fucking wipes out all the Usos. Even the honorary Uso, Sami Zayn. Thumbs up. That's freaking awesome. Drew is a house of fire. Hyped up. Drew hums a bunch of chairs into the ring. Beats down Sami with it. Then puts Jimmy through a table. Holy fuck. He's going absolutely crazy, folks. Absolutely crazy. Then, last but not least, spears Jay through the barricade in the out, uh, on the outside of the ring. Mercy almighty. Drew McIntyre just destroyed fucking everything. Thumbs up. Oh, fuck yeah, Drew. 
uh, absolutely fucks up Roman Reigns' celebration. He can't even get out there. Or like he he was there for two seconds, gets kicked in the face, done. Uh, Roman looks. Uh, I mean, uh, Drew looks absolutely primed to win the title at Clash at the Castle. Man, holy fuck! Thumbs up. Uh, Drew looked abs- looks absolutely do- like he looks like the fucking man right now. They're they're the way that they've been. Um, booking him the last like month or so, he looks incredible right now. Like, oh my god, pretty solid. Go home SmackDown, you know. Like I said, go home shows tend to be a little bit lighter, uh, but that opening match was was not light at all. That was I was a little su- uh, excuse me a little surprised by that one. Uh, hit row stuff with the models. Uh, I'm not really digging that, and I I think I actually like the models a little bit more right now than I do Hit Row to be honest. And uh, it would be nice to see Cross in a match that's more than two fucking minutes long. Even back to his NXT day- days, uh, he didn't have very long matches. I want to see what this guy can do. Like, let's see one of those. Like, give us a fifteen, a ten to fifteen minute match, you know, against someone that can go. And I want to see if this guy can fucking go or not. Uh, opening match between the New Day and the Viking Raiders was great, and uh, I love the way they have built up Drew McIntyre, like I just said, leading up to Clash at the Castle. Fucking go, Drew McIntyre, go, man. I, uh, I'm, I put, I'm putting all my chips on the table for this guy to be the new lead of the company. Uh, let's put the company on this man's shoulders. He is fucking ready to go, man. Solid show overall, giving it a 6.5 out of 10. Okay, we'll go and do Rampage now. Goddamn. Let's do this shit fucking Rampage. Uh, Kicking off Rampage is the Trios Tournament match. Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends versus Hangman, who's taking over for the Injured 10. He's teaming up with the Dark Order, Hungy, and Reynolds. Dan Housen, before the match can really kick off, curses Hangman. Doesn't seem to be effective. You know, Hangman just giggles it off, and Dan looks rejected and is ejected. Boo on that. Fuck you, Rensburg, you goddamn bastard. I hate you so much. Hangman is chokeslam through a table by the best friends. That's a thumbs up. And I swear he said, like, are you serious? Before he gets slammed through the table. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's what I think I heard anyway. Hangman counters the German suplex off the top. Just lands on his feet from the German. Like, really cool shit. And then nails Orange Cassie with a dead eye. Fucking sweet little mo- fucking sequence right there. Thumbs up. Bodies all over the place at the end. But Hungy gets the roll up and Dark Order and Hangman are going to the finals. Holy shit, did not see that one coming. Uh, They will face the Bucks and Omega in the finals. I guess I wouldn't say that I didn't see that coming. I just think that it's still in terms of upset because, you know, Dark Order. If they didn't have Hangman, you know, that's going to be the storyline coming out. Oh, if they didn't have Hangman, there's no way they would have gotten the win. But who knows? Real good match, though. Uh, As always, really cool tag offense from all these guys, and Trio's offense even displayed very cool stuff. My cats are fighting. Crazy fast pace to this match, I really dug it. 7.5 out of 10. Next up, we got Ray Phoenix going up against Blake Christian. Not too familiar with Blake Christian. I've seen him around a couple of times. He's more uh, of a dark or elevation wrestler, so I don't don't see too much of him. But it's Ray Phoenix, so it's probably going to be awesome. Absolutely insane rope work, dude, from fucking Ray Phoenix. Like, wow. Just hopping on them with ease. Like, you got to see this shit, dude. Like, if you have not seen Ray Phoenix, wow. You got to see what this guy can do on the with his high flying. He's, he's one of the best, if not the best in the business right now. Thumbs up on that. Phoenix laying in some really heavy chops on Christian. Chest getting absolutely bright red. Thumbs up for that. That's just 
personal preference. I love that shit. Phoenix nails the driver and gets the W. It was a quick match, but uh, it was solid. Don't know how many more of those chops that Christian could have taken, so he probably was just like, okay, let's go home. We're done here. Next up, we got a mixed tag match. Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara versus Ruby Soho and Ortiz. How do you like that? How do you like that? I can roll my R's. Ruby, Ruby laying in a bunch of kicks on Sammy while the ref ain't looking. That made me giggle. Ty smashes Ruby's hand in the steel steps. So that's just been ongoing for like ever now. Every time Ruby is in a match, you know, she gets her hand hurt. Ruby, though, able to roll up Ty for the victory. Fun little match, I'm not going to lie. I like that uh, they didn't shy away from the women getting in shots on the men and the women or the men engaging with the women. I like that they don't shy away from that stuff like WWE does. They just kind of pretend that that doesn't exist whatsoever, that like a woman doesn't. They just, they just don't do that shit, so thumbs up. Mark Henry interviews Jade Cargill and Athena. They talk shit to each other while Mark just sits there quietly in between them. You know, just just doesn't really say anything. Just politely sits there. Next up, we got Tony interviews the tag champs, Swerve and Our Glory, and the Acclaimed. Some good shit talk right here. I'd say the champs got the better of the challengers here on that shit talk sequence. Next up, we got FTR and Wardlow. They're out in the ring. Dax tells us a nice little story, but then he's interrupted by Dutt, the seven foot four. <clears throat> uh, I'm not even going to try and say his first name. Uh, Sing, Lethal, and the Motor City Machine Guns are here. More shit talking between the teams. Just a show filled with shit talking this week. My goodness. Uh, QT Marshall next up and uh, Ricky. They're interviewed by Mark Henry. You know, that you know, the classic Mark Henry final fucking interview for the main event. God damn it. Ricky appears to have locked the factory in a closet. So QT goes to investigate. He tries to open the door, but he's jumped by Ricky. They, they start to fight. They go out into the crowd. They're fighting all throughout the crowd. It appears the factory got free and they come down to the ring to give QT his watch. Uh, he wraps the watch around his hand, tries to hit uh, Ricky Stocks with it. Ricky dodges it. Ricky then hits a spear, then a Rochambeau for the W. It was a pretty solid match. You know, QT is uh, really good at working the crowds. He's a really, I'd call him, he's, he's a really good mid-level, you know, a mid-card um, heel. Like, he's he's not the best, he's good on the mic, not the best. He's, he doesn't have a very good look. You know, he's kind of just an average-looking man, but he, he's solid enough on the mic. He's really good at drawing heat. So, you know, I like him as a, a good mid-level uh, heel. I enjoy him. <clears throat> we got House runs down, and he and Ricky, they're getting it on, King. They're getting it on. Uh, DB, Brian Danielson comes out, and he and Chris have a stare down, and you name, you guessed it right, folks. They're talking some shit. Oh, baby, I am fucking hyped out for All Out, dude. I uh, didn't, I, I kind of forgot that it's also this Sunday. This is a fucking weekend loaded. Absolutely loaded to the brim with wrestling. We got fucking uh, Clash at the Castle on Saturday. You got uh, Worlds Collide on Sunday. And then later that night, you got fucking All Out, dude. And I am off. My wife is off. We're going to enjoy ourselves some fucking wrestling. I might even order pizza. So, yeah, solid show overall. Tons of shit talking between all the wrestlers tonight. Building more heat for the all-out pay-per-view. So, you know, just not a lot of matches. Matches took a bit of a backseat this week. You know, usually it's the other way around. We got a little more storyline stuff this week. Uh, usually it's more wrestling on Rampage.
backstage, but, you know, we got a big, big, big pay-per-view coming up, so we got to build up those storylines just a little bit, add that little bit of fuel to the fire, you know what I'm saying? But the opening trios match was really good, giving that a thumbs up, giving Rampage overall a 6 out of 10. Okay, so before we do our predictions, let's get into the three stars of the week, because I think it'd be cruel to... Uh, go off and do all the predictions because there are three shows I got to predict so I want to do that pretty quickly okay so three stars of the week uh, before we get into the three stars I just want to do a shout out to the one match that just barely made the missed the cut this week uh, Haggard versus Brian Danielson on Dynamite was a really solid match you just barely missed the cut but I'll give you a shout out Third star this week, I'm giving it to Dynamite Fatal 4-Way match Ray Phoenix versus Dante Roosh and Wheeler uh, Wheeler Yuta, that was a fucking insane match, you know, I really struggled between, you know, you can fight me on this being second or third star, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a sucker for the things that happen in the second star, so uh, we'll explain that, but this Fatal 4-Way was awesome, you know. I just, I just love a random fatal four-way, four, fatal, holy jumping, fatal four-way out of nowhere, and then you, you, I saw the people that were involved, I'm like, oh my god, like, Ray Phoenix and Roosh alone, I was like, oh, baby, and then on top of that, you're adding in Yuta and Dante, like, holy fuck, and they delivered, dude, it was a really just insanely fast-paced match, really good stuff. Second star of the week, you know, this one was tough between third and second star, but I'm going to give the second star of this week to SmackDown, the New Day versus the Viking Raiders, the opening match, the Viking, uh, no rules, no hold barred match, whatever the fuck. Uh, I like the fact that it was also uh, false count anywhere. I, I, I think that's a, rule, a, a stimulation that they don't utilize enough in some matches. Really adds an extra element to uh, rivalry, which, you know, the, like I said, these guys have a long history of... They were enemies, they were friends, now they're, they were frenemies, and now they're fucking enemies again. So, like I said, they have a long history, lots and lots of matches. I feel like they have more, a lot more good, great matches than they do not-so-great matches. I think these two teams gel really well together. And, you know, I like the, I liked the fact that they got to use some weapons. They used all the weapons that they had at their arsenal. They got a double table spot, which was awesome. And uh, the Viking Raiders got the win. They looked really good. <clears throat> New Day doesn't need the win here. Viking Raiders do because they're going through their fucking, I don't know, 10th gimmick change or shift in whatever the fuck. I don't know. They just can't seem to stick with something. Uh, but the one thing that they have stuck with is having matches with the New Day, and they consistently are very good. Second star of the week. Good job. First star of the week. Who do you think it is? Can you guess it? It's a first star of the week. Goes to Dynamite Bucks and Omega versus Osprey and the Aussie Open in the trios tournament match god damn dude like that's a just a dream match for me i have not seen kenny omega and will osprey in the ring together and they fuck they didn't shy away from it at all in this match we got a lot of sequences with kenny and osprey in the ring together and just showing off like holy fuck like you got 1a and possibly 1b uh, second best wrestler overall in the world. I don't know. There's a lot of really good wrestlers in the world right now. But for me, I'm absolutely smitten with Will Ospreay. So I really, really like it. And I was creaming my corn uh, watching these two guys in the ring. And on top of that, you got the Bucks. And uh, Aussie Open, you know, they're... They were definitely, you know, in comparison to the absolute best of the best in the ring uh, next to them. They, they did kind of... 
uh, I don't know, glare a little bit in comparison because they were sli they slipped up a little bit, but you know I'm not giving them a whole lot. It, like it was very minor shit. They didn't fuck up major moves or anything. Uh, there was just a little trip up and stuff. I I just I don't know who they are. I just I haven't seen them. All I know is that they hang out with Will Osprey, so they're probably good. They're good in my books. The match was awesome. I'm giving it my first star of the match, and of course. The best show of the week. The streak continues, I imagine. Dynamite, yet again, gets the best show of the week. So, what do you guys think? Uh, are you excited for the fucking pay-per-views this week? How was... What did you guys think of this week's shows? Was your favorite Dynamite? What was your favorite match? And uh, if you want to tell me your three stars or tell me how I'm wrong on my three stars, go right on ahead. Check the links down below. You can follow us on Twitter and go on my YouTube channel. And, and you can leave comments there, too, about uh, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. I'll, I'll, I'll comment right back, and we can talk about stuff. <clears throat> okay, let's. Okay, I'll take a drink of water because we still got it. Oh, mm, mm. oh, mama. Oh, sugar mama. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Goodness. Okay, I know it's not good podcasting, but I'm not cutting it down. I don't give a fuck. All right. To fucking Wikipedia, let's go and do our predictions for. Let's start with WWE Clash at the Castle. Whew, okay, let's start from the bottom here. So these are up to date on Wikipedia. I trust Wikipedia, even though I know I shouldn't, but this is what they got. Edge and Ray, Edge and Rey Mysterio with Dominic uh, versus the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Rhea Ripley. I think, okay, what is this Clash of the Castle? Are we finally going to get that Dominic turn? Fuck it. I'm going to go with Judgment Day is going to get the win on this, and Dominic is finally going to turn on Edge and Ray, and he's going to turn heel. Fucking come at me. Next, Gunther with Ludwig versus Sheamus with the Brawling Brutes, Ridge Holland, and Butch. This is a singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. I think uh, this is going to be possibly the best match on the card, and I think... Um, gonna go with Gunter on this one I think Gunter is going to hold that it's gonna be really hard I, I really like that that opponent of Sheamus going up against him but I don't think that it's uh you're gonna get that title away from Gunter uh my man Sheamus but it's gonna be a battle Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins singles match oh baby these two have been uh having a pretty good rivalry oh Seth Rollins is really uh, he doesn't lose very often Matt Riddle he's uh up and coming I'm going to go with, I really like Seth Rollins, man. Ah, Matt Riddle, though. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. That's going to be a good match, too. Oh, baby. Uh, will there be shenanigans? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Riddle, but, you know, that one's a toss-up. I think that that's literally, like, 50-50. I, I, I don't care who wins that match. I just I want it to be good. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Six woman tag team match. Uh, I'll give this to. Um, hmm. Does have the women's champion in it? Fucking they just, but fucking they just lost the the goddamn tag team. So I'm gonna go with Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky on this one. Even though yes, I know that Belair is the champion, but it's not worth. It's not for anything in particular. And uh, since the Dakota and Io lost the tag team uh, tournament thing, I think they should get a win here, or it's gonna they're gonna start looking weak. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Team Bailey here. Then Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. This is probably going to be the weakest match on the card. At least the one that I look least forward to on this one. Liv Morgan is the champion. I think she's going to lose it. Shayna Baszler will be the new WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. 
Then the main event, Roman Reigns, the champion, the undisputed champion, the two-year-long reigning champion with Paul Heyman versus the absolutely on-fire Drew McIntyre, dude. Singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, and I think it's fucking time, baby. Let's rip that title off of Roman Reigns and slap that bitch on Drew McIntyre. I think it is time. If you do not do that now, I think it is a fucking huge mistake. I think Drew McIntyre is coming out of Clash at the Castle the new undisputed universal champion. Fuck yeah. What do you guys think? Tell me your predictions. I, I mean, it's probably already gonna be too late because it comes on, you know, this is going up. It's gonna be up Saturday morning. The pay-per-view happens at 1 p.m. But, you know, just the lie to me. Just say that you got them all all right. That's, you know, what, what I, I can't prove you wrong. So, yeah, there you go. Okay, so let's do uh, Worlds Collide, the NXT show. This is going uh, to take place on Sunday at like 4 p.m. or some shit. Got Nathan Fraser versus Axiom. Best of three falls match. That was, uh, yeah, that was slipped in there really late. Uh, Axiom's pretty good. I'd like Nathan Fraser. This is actually an underrated. Could be a really, really good match here. I'm going to go with, I'll go with Axiom just because he has a mask. There you go. Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. Singles match for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, you know, it would depend if Ricochet is, is supposed to be staying on that, on the roster. If he is, I'm going Ricochet is going to win the NXT North American championship because fuck yeah. I love Ricochet. (laughs) The Creed brothers, Brutus Creed and Julius Creed, uh, NXT versus Brooks, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, NXT UK champions versus Gallus. Uh, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang versus Pretty Deadly Elton Prince and Kit Wilson. This is a fatal four-way tag team elimination match to unify the NXT Tag Team Championship and NXT UK Championship. So holy fuck. Uh, this is a pretty, you know, I, I kind of like the looks of this card more so than Clash at the Castle. Just uh, the only thing that's on that that I care so much about is Drew McIntyre winning that title. But this actually looks really good too. Um, holy fuck. I dog uh, Creed Brothers, you got Brooks and Jensen, Gallus, and pretty deadly. I don't know, man. The Creed Brothers have been looking really good lately. Brooks and Jensen, I don't know, they're kinda just there. They're fine. I I like them okay. I don't know much about Gallus. I do I am aware of um of, of Mark Coffey. Um no, I'm not aware of Mark Coffey. It's the other one that I know, and I guess he's not fighting. Wolfgang is insane. He could take some crazy bumps, but he's old. I like Pretty Deadly. I'm gonna go with the Creed Brothers. Fuck it. I, I think they're they're hot right now. I think they'll go, I think they're gonna win it. Caden Chance and Caden Carter. No, sorry. Katana Chance and Caden Carter versus Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. This is for uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. I absolutely adore Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. as a team. Again, I don't know if these two are going to be permanents on NXT or if this is just a one-shot thing and then they're going to be like doing double duty. I have no idea what's going on with that. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter just kind of got them, so I think they're going to get the win here. I'm going to go with, yeah, Chance and Carter are going to retain their championships here. I'm sorry, Dewdrop and Nikki, but maybe you'll get it soon. Mandy Rose versus Mako Satamura. Mako Satamura. 
and uh, Blair Davenport. This is a triple threat match to unify the NXT Women's Championship and the NXT UK Women's Championship. So we got the unification matches here uh, tonight. So it's going to be pretty big. Uh, Mandy Rose has been holding on to it for a long time. Davenport is brand new, and she's already getting tossed into this. And Satamura, I do not know anything about her very much. Haven't seen her fight before. So this one, to me, is a toss-up. I'm going to go with fucking Blair Davenport because I want uh, Maximum Carnage. They must believe in this girl if they're going to throw her up there. I think, you know, that would be really cool. I, I think that would be a fun twist. So I'm going to I'm just going to go for Blair Davenport because that would be fun. <clears throat> okay, and then the main event, Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. Singles match to unify the NXT Championship and NXT United Kingdom Championship. I'm going Tyler Bates, bro. Like, I don't even care. Like, I, I think it, they're they're going to be in the UK. I think Tyler Bate is a fucking beast. He's, um, you know, I would rather strap the rocket to this guy than Braun Breaker any day. Uh, if you have not seen Tyler Bate in the ring, he's incredible. Uh, if, you, if you're gonna you're gonna see him, you know, get probably a really good match out of Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker's fine, but and he's more than likely going to win. But I'm rooting for Tyler Bate, so there you go. Tell me what you guys think is going to happen. Are you a Tyler Bate fan? Are you a Braun Breaker fan? Do you like them both? But I just I like them both, but I just like Tyler Bate a lot more. So yeah, there's that. Okay, and then last but not least, let's just put it all out. 2022 okay let's do our predictions for this oh my god there's a lot of matches holy shit 14 matches holy jumping all right let's fly through this uh this one just got added in really late and this is going to be fucking awesome you got tomahiro ishii versus eddie kingston in a singles match holy fuck that's gonna be crazy i'm going with my boy eddie kingston all the way you got Pac versus Kip Sabian singles match for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Going with my boy Pac all the way. Hook versus Angelo Parker singles match for the FTW Championship. Absolutely going to be going with Hook on that one. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, this is going to be a big match right here. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho in a singles match. Um <clears throat> Man, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, Lionheart, Chris Jericho, that is like, oh, it's just uh, cream. Da Brian Danielson, bro. I mean, oh, it's going to be a good one. I think Danielson's going to get this one, though. So I'm going to say Danielson, but I would be very happy if Chris Jericho wins. I'll, I don't care who wins. Just give me a fucking good match, y'all. And I don't, I, it's going to be a good one. I, I don't even, don't even worry about it. Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida. It's a fatal four-way match for the interim AEW Women's World Championship. Um, I'm going to go with my girl, Dr. Britt Baker, but I would be pleasantly happy if Jamie Hayter got the win here. So, yeah, either one of those two, you know, they got the advantage going into this match. They're both friends. But, you know, Jamie Hayter could very well turn on Britt Baker and she can go off on her own. There's a ton of things that can happen in this match. But I'm going to go with Britt Baker because she's the strongest champion uh, that they have. Uh, probably the strongest, uh, the best, the most over woman that they have in AEW. So I think she would make the best choice to be a champion. But I would be I'd be cool if it, with Hayter because I like her. House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. Six-man tag team match. I am going with Team uh, Sting, Miro, and Darby Allen because, you know, fuck. It's Sting! Jade Cargill defending her championship versus Athena. Uh, singles match for the AEW TBS championship. Jade Cargill, will she finally be defeated? 
Sure, I will go with it because I like Athena, and why not? You know, Jade Cargill's got to lose it at some point. Why not Athena? She's probably the strongest opponent she's had, arguably. You know, she's had a lot of them. What, this is going to be her 37th uh, opponent? So, yeah, she's fought a lot of people, but arguably Athena may be her her strongest opponent to date. So, I don't know. I like Athena. Let's, let's go with her winning it. That'd be cool. Jungle Boy or Jungle Man, uh, Jack Perry versus Christian Cage singles match. I'm going Jungle Boy, even though I think it's going to be a really, like, shit-eating heel match uh, performance by Christian Cage. Like, I think he's going to get really close. He's going to do everything, all the cheating tactics, but Jungle Boy's going to get the victory. <clears throat> uh, Wardlow and FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns, Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley. Six-man tag team match, I think, without question, where I'm going Wardlow and FTR on this one. You know, I love Jay Lethal and the Motor, Motor City Machine Guns, but uh, no way you're taking down Wardlow and FTR. They're, like, some of the hottest guys in the business right now. You're not getting the victory. I don't care if you bring your, your duts and your seven-foot-four giant. You can, it doesn't matter. You're not winning. Claudio Castanoli versus Wheeler Yuta versus Pento L0. Mierda. Okay, hold on. Let me try that again. Penta El Zero Mieda. I don't know. Okay, Penta, for fuck's sake. Versus Ray Phoenix versus Roosh versus Andrade El Idolo versus Dante Martin versus To Be Decided, the mystery one, the mystery man. Uh, casino ladder match. Basically, the money, the AEW's version of the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, buddy, this is going to be so fucking good. Winner receives a future AEW World Championship match. Holy fuck. Uh, how do I even pick this? This is going to be so tough. Um, uh, Claudio, I don't think so. Wheeler, no. Penta, that would be fucking sweet. Ray Phoenix, that would be fucking sweet. Roosh would be really sweet. Andrade would be really sweet. Dante Martin, don't think you're going to get it, my man. Uh, the, the fucking mystery person, who knows who that's going to be. It's probably going to be someone insane. I'm just going to go with the mystery man's going to win it. So I'm just going to chicken out and go with the mystery man. But if, if if that's not good enough for you and you want me to pick someone that's on this list, I'm going to go with Andrade's going to win it. There you go. How do you like that? Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland defending their titles against the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. I imagine Daddy Daddy Ass is going to be out there with them. Tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. I think uh, the acclaimed, you know, I love them, but I don't think they're going to be able to take down Swerve in our glory. You know, that's a big mountain to climb. That's Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. So yeah, I don't think they're going to be able to get that done. Uh, Swerve in our glory is going to retain. Ricky Stocks versus Bawa Ow singles match. Oh, that's tough. Uh, there very well could be some shenanigans in this. I think um, I think Powerhouse Hobbs going to get the win on this one. Honestly, I think like something like the Factory, someone's going to come out and help, and uh, and that's going to convince Powerhouse Hobbs to probably join the Factory or whatever. So I think Powerhouse going to get the victory here, but Ricky Stocks going to look awesome. Oh boy, here we go. The Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, Mac. Matt and Nick Jackson versus Hangman, Adam Page, and the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver, Johnny Hungy, baby. Tournament final for the inaugural AEW World Trios Championship. Holy fuck. Oh, the Elite or Hangman and the Dark Order. I am going, I can't vote against my boy Kenny Omega. I'm going with the Elite. Uh, you know, the Bucks 
they're the fucking they're the they're the man. I think they should be uh, the first. You know, it's it's they're the guys that kind of you know help build this company. So I think they should be the inaugural champions. And Kenny Omega is the fucking man. And uh, no better way to get him back uh, back in the business by giving him the fucking first ever trios world tag team championships. So yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going with the elite. And then the final match, John Moxley defending his newly won AEW World Championship versus CM Punk singles match. I'm going John Moxley without quite, I'm just going all John Moxley. You know, he is so fucking good. Uh, Punk is great, but for me, the honeymoon phase is over. I'm okay. The, the entrances are all great. You running into the crowds and jumping into the loving fans' arms. You coming to Chicago 11 times and them loving every single word. No matter what you say, they'll just love you. Uh, nope, John Moxley's going to be the champion. He should be the champion. Uh, CM Punk, get healed up. Do whatever you have to do. Uh, just give us a really good match. Don't you ever do that shit to us ever again with that fucking three-minute match. But um, I hope that's just to build storyline and all that crap but uh there you go that are that is that are is my predictions for all the fuck the three major pay-per-views that are going on this weekend is a huge weekend for wrestling i am just exhausted thinking about all the wrestling that i'm gonna have to watch this weekend it's gonna be awesome i'm gonna smoke a whole bunch of weed and eat a whole bunch of bad food and it's gonna be dope uh let me guys let me know if you guys are gonna be watching these pay-per-views and let me know what you guys think uh how'd you like this week in wrestling and it was a little bit of a slower week because of all the you know pay-per-views coming up so uh, I still think Dynamite as always was great they always put on a great show in my eyes it's always great um, yeah, so uh, next week, uh, probably be doing two episodes of the GX WrestleCast because there's going to be three pay-per-views on top of all the shows. So it's going to and the shows are all, you know, after pay-per-view shows are, are usually a little bit beefier. A lot of new storylines, developments from the pay-per-views all coming. So it's going to be a big show. So I'm going to split in half. We're going to do one of the pay-per-view reviews of uh, Clash at the Castle, fucking, oh, God, World Collide and all out and then we'll do our regular uh weekly review so it's going to be a big week next week for the wrestlecast so make sure you stay stay tuned follow along with the podcast and me on twitter all the links are down below and make sure you like the podcast and all that great groovy stuff because i love you guys and yeah you want me to keep making content and and then you better start liking this shit i'm just kidding i don't give a fuck i'll make it i'm making it mostly just for me and my buddy so it's all good. I, I, I'm I'm just always pleasantly surprised that anyone's even listening to this. So good for me, good for you, good for us, good for everybody. It's great to be a wrestling fan right now. It's really popping off. Uh, I'm excited. So like I said, be expecting a couple episodes out of the GX WrestleCast next week. Uh, I hope you guys are having yourselves a great weekend and have a great had a great week. I had myself a great week because I was on fucking vacation, fucking getting sun, getting uh, eating eating bad food that I don't get to eat and all that great shit. So I'm fucking recharged batteries are refueled as you can tell i'm fucking i just talked for all this amount of time and i never shut up so i'm gonna leave uh, head out and i'm going to fucking bed and well, i'm gonna upload this and then i'm gonna go to fucking bed shit like that because uh tomorrow i'm gonna be watching a bunch more fucking wrestling and i hope you guys are watching wrestling too so uh have yourselves a great weekend y'all and uh stay tuned sunday we're gonna have i uh, have another episode of the gx gamer cast coming out uh i haven't announced what the episode's gonna be so you're just gonna have to wait and see on sunday what that game is going to be again all the links to uh, all my shit that i'm doing is all down below so if you want to if you want more of this voice and and more of my shit go down there and check out all the links there's a ton more shit <clears throat> that you guys can check out. All right, have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you again soon. I guess I won't see you, but I'll hear hear you again. I don't know. I, whatever. You know what I mean. See you later.